0: And there we go. We are back again for another episode of Friday Night Counterattack. And this week, you've probably already got one episode come out already with the excellent Tony Foke from TalkSport preview in the World Cup. But the World Cup is out and we needed to do a reactionary podcast because there has been some breaking news. And this breaking news has come all the way from Senegal. So before we introduce um, our breaking news, got to introduce our guests. So, um, literally one of my favorite guys ever from South London probably because I don't know many people from South London so it's just the fact that I have to introduce him as my South London friend who is pretty good at foot golf as well and an excellent podcaster and a very nice person as well to chat football with so Zim
1: thank you very much for joining us on the podcast again my friend how are you doing today? Um, I'm very well, thank you, thank you for having me, Um, I I like the backhanded compliment as well, I I take There's no
0: backhandedness with me, there's no backhandedness (laughs) with me at all,
1: when do I do that? I I know it comes from a pure place, that's the thing, I can't even be mad at it, um, obviously there's a small sample size in South London, but yeah. You can only go with what you know, innit? So um, it's it's
0: true, it's true, it's yeah, true. I, it's, I'm too used to being comfortable in North London, and then somehow yeah. moving to Stoke and still never going to South London at all, which is crazy. Still haven't <laughs> been for a while to South London, which is a while, which is a big Happy. big while away. But no, um obviously the host of uh, one of the co-hosts of a Wait Games podcast, yes, and yes. we haven't seen you
1: for a while. But why is that? Um, when are we seeing you? Um, we should be doing. Uh, some coverage of the World Cup. So that was, that's probably the main reason. Um, I think there are other reasons in terms of like other things like traveling and all these sorts of things, but mm. um, the World Cup tends to bring people uh, back, back on, on song when it comes to football. And it brings chat. everyone together as well, which is exactly. a nice way of putting it, which is yeah. very, very nice. My
0: plan, my unofficial plan is to speak to 32 guests over the World Cup. So 32 different people. I've spoken to four already, so
1: we'll see how it goes. From 32 different countries, or is it...
0: No, I don't think I'll find someone from Ecuador. As much as i I love to find someone from Ecuador. (laughs) Or there could be language barriers everywhere as well. And Qatar people aren't really happy with us as well for um, getting quite angry over them as well. Because I was like, of all the uh, Middle Eastern countries to host... The World Cup is Qatar when it shouldn't have been Qatar at all.
1: But Out of of the rest, who do you think would have been a better host? Personally, and this
0: is just me, I think the United Arab Emirates would have been a much better place to host it than Qatar. Because it already has a lot of the infrastructure there. It's got the building there, it's got the facilities there as well. Um, I think it would have been a lot more suitable to build it over there. But Qatar got the drug money in. They <laughs> got the drug money in early. They got, got it in early to Blatt. set And Now there's a Netflix documentary of him saying, oh yeah, I didn't mean to take it. What a
1: liar. What an oh, absolute yeah. liar. I saw a TIFO documentary on that as well. So there's a load of documentaries coming out at a very convenient time um, for the clicks. Hmm. So, but yeah, no, they are very interesting because um, I think a lot of people don't know that nitty gritty and stuff. So um but yeah, in terms of Ecuador and um, I don't know if you know any South Koreans or whatever it is, um, you're very resourceful. I'm sure you can find some people on LinkedIn to, to have a chat from, from all corners of the globe. So uh, i say it will be a good challenge to find one person from each nation in the World Cup.
0: You've given me the challenge, so I'm going to have to go out of my way to do it. I probably know probably at least 10 of the 32. So that's a good start. It's so actually a good yeah. start, so we'll see how it goes. I, I wish Nigeria was in the World Cup, because yeah. then obviously I could have got a Nigerian fellow in. That yeah. was a backhanded compliment. I do apologise.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I like that one. I prefer I'm,
0: I'm a Nigerian to the core, so. <laughs> uh, it needed to be done. It needed to be done. But no, everyone, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, breaking news, like I said as well, all the way co- all, coming all the way from Senegal. I didn't say it like that. Senegal is not Senegal. Saudi Omani is officially missing the World Cup.
1: Oh, he's, he's missing it. It's officially confirmed as of the last oh, ten minutes. No. Oh, no. But uh, but he was already missing it, and then he came back because I thought that the 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 doctors, uh, if you know what I mean, they yes. they yeah, I thought that <laughs> they brought him back, but the doctors weren't successful. He didn't uh, get
0: Paul Pogba's doctors. Okay, that needed to okay. kind of change the perspective of what it could have been but no it's been officially ruled out of the World Cup um oh, it, it was confirmed sorry. literally just 10 minutes ago from the official com- communications from from then as well which is crazy oh, but that's
1: so sad I, I'm I'm supporting them um and uh, that's a big you know I'm not expecting them to win but you know it's, um, the most talented player on the team it's a it's a big blow. Definitely. I mean, he's a generational talent, Sadio
0: Mane, as well. And we say it for a lot of players, but he genuinely is. The fact that he's done so much for his country. The fact that you and I had the opportunity to watch the African Cup of Nations together on a watch-along as well and actually watch the penalty shoot that where Sadio Mane won the African Cup of Nations for Senegal um, at the time as well. It's incredible to see what he's done for his nation and incredible to see how well Senegal have done. And it's going to be quite worrying to see how they actually qualify past the group stage now because they have a very good team but they are very reliant on Sadio Mane's goals his assists, his mm. pressing from the front as well which he tends to do in his leadership um all throughout the tournament as well and Ecuador could maybe even sneak in a secondary position as well we never know um yeah. how group stages go so did he travel with the team though so he, so tra- he traveled there. and then it was oh. like a last minute call it's like yeah he's definitely not going to be ready I mean even if I was Senegal and this is just me this is okay. literally just me just keep him for maybe the round of 16, keep him there for morale. Yeah. Do, one of, do one of those ones where it's like, just in case he can recover, he can recover. But yeah. um wasn't the case, unfortunately, and really sad to see. And normally I couldn't care less about interest. I really couldn't. But with Sadio Mane, for everything he's done this year for Senegal um, yeah. and for himself as well, it goes to show how well um, Senegal will have to do um, to, to compete at this World Cup. But obviously you just mentioned now, Zim, that you're going to be supporting Senegal at the World Cup. Let the listeners know why you're supporting Senegal like at the
1: World Cup if you are of Nigerian heritage. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, there's a couple of reasons. Um yeah, if it was just one reason, I probably wouldn't support them. But um <laughs> I <laughs> uh I went to Senegal at the beginning of the year um in January, and you know the the AFCON uh was it's where it was hosted, uh, and they they won. And um the atmosphere that I took in was second to none, you know. I didn't actually go to the stadium. Um, I did go to the stadium, but that was to see a concert. So it was something completely different. But mm. to actually see a match, I wasn't able to go, but I saw the the matches at bars with some of the locals and I really took it in. So yeah, man, I, I feel like an honorary Senegalese bloke. Um, bloke. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's quite a oxymoron there. But yeah, also um, I found, dare I say, love. Or well, maybe not... Maybe not that far, but um, there is a, a lady friend who is uh, living in Senegal as well, although of Ivorian descent. Um, and you've in, recently in been to the Ivory Coast as well. Ivory Coast, yeah. So if Ivory Coast were in the tournament, then um, and and Nigeria, this is all bearing Nigeria not being in the tournament. I would I would have gone for Ivory Coast to be fair, but uh, yeah. So Senegal is, and the fact that they're a West African nation. That are not Ghana. So uh yeah, is, we don't nice. support Ghana on this podcast at all. Yeah, yeah. I've got too many <laughs>
0: I've got too many Nigerian friends that are like you can't mention Ghana in positive light on your podcast. But I've got some Ghanaian guests I'm like, nah, nah, just 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 breeze over it. Just breeze over it, Hamza. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. And I'm like, I'm surprised they still listen to my podcast at the time of speaking as well, because they're like, oh yeah, you can't be speaking positive about Ghana. And I was like, why? And they're just like, nah, if you're friends <laughs> with us, Hamza, you can't. I'm like, okay, cool. You have, to back, you have to back the Nigerian side. But then my Ghanaian friends are always like, yeah, you can't back the Nigerian. So I'm in a little bit of a civil war between my Ghanaian and my Nigerian friends as well, which ain't great, but we deal with it. We we, we soldier on, we soldier on. This this isn't even about me um, just being me. Like so many people are like, oh, Hamza, you should be back in India or Pakistan. But I'm like, I'm not Pakistani, I'm Indian. So I can't back them in cricket, let alone in football because they're crap at football. Also, one thing I really hated as well recently, when I was playing FIFA 23, normally when I play career mode, I'll get players from the J League in Japan, where the background is in Japan. Jeez. And they got, rid, they got rid of the J
1: League in FIFA 23. I swear I played FIFA for time, but really, that was they one got, of the ones that stood out to me when I was playing.
0: They got rid of it and they brought in the damn Indian League. Who cares about the Indian Premier League? No one. Not even the Indian people care about the Indian Premier League. So embarrassing. You know players from there? No, probably just like retirees
1: that have probably gone there as well. Um, no, but I meant like Indian players, not like, um, no, out no. over.
0: um, I think the only Indian player I know is like half Indian and half English. So she's a footballer for Blackburn Rovers and I do a oh, podcast with her as well. So shout out see. Millie if you're listening as well, but she, she would represent England as opposed to India. So yeah, um, that's the case. But yeah, um, on with the on with the podcast. It's been nice to catch up in this kind of way as well. Break some, I'd say some, I'd say break some bread, but we have no food to share. I'm probably gonna have to have dinner later on as well, um, which is the case. But yeah, first things first. After the, obviously the whole Senegalese incident with Sadio Mane, England are going to be in the World Cup against Iran, against the USA, and against Wales in their group stage as well. <laughs> How do you think England will do in the group stage of this tournament? And where do you think England's starting lineup? Should start from a four-three-three or a three-five-two
1: or a three-four-three it? What are you thinking? Uh, f- uh, firstly, do you know um, like what position each nation has to finish in their group in order to uh, like be positioned in? T- sorry, in order to be paired up with another nation during the knockout rounds. Because, well, yeah. Firstly, do you know how that works? I know most of them, but I can't yeah. name them off the top of my head.
0: So, for okay. example, if Senegal finished second and England mm-hmm. finished first, England will play Senegal in the round of 16. Oh, if okay. England finished second and the Netherlands finished
1: first in their group, England then England. England will play Netherlands, that type of thing. Okay, so that's that. Okay, got you. Um, so, I think England will finish top of the group. Mm. Um, I only asked that question because, well... I mean, we'll get get to our predictions later, I guess. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think English, in- England will finish top. I think it will be... I mean, it, on paper, it's a straightforward group. But in the World Cup, things are never straightforward. There's always going to be a little bit of a panic. You know, like, they're going to dominate possession against every team, but not going to be able to break down any team till quite late. There might be, like, a penalty or a deflected goal, you know, quite late on. That's actually how I think it's going to go, um, and when, when it happens, you, you, we'll come back to this conversation. It better not wow. happen against Wales. I'll be so insulted if it happens against Wales. You, know?
0: you always <laughs> say I don't mind because they're a decent team, but Wales like the old enemy. As in yeah. like the old enemy for British people, for, for English people. For, English for me, people, yeah. I'm like, I quite like Wales. Well, Wales is a nice little couple of days getaway to go to as well. Nice little road trip. I live like yeah. five minutes from Wales now anyway, so the, pe- the people are quite nice in Wales. I can't lie. Shout out Carwin if you're listening, my Welsh friend. So Jeez. if he is listening. Shout got, out Carwin. I've, I've got I've got Welsh heritage somewhere in, in my family background, so yeah. Oh, legit? Uh, no, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know no, why
1: no. I said that. Ancestry, Ancestry. Ancestry.com Ancestry.
0: Ancestry. 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 got me somewhere in Samoa when I did it, but not oh, Wales, really? so I'm like, it's a no. bit mad. I've got a bit of Samoan
1: in me, 0.8% oh, Samoan. Interesting, that is interesting still. Um, well, anyway, yeah. sorry, I've distressed Yeah, yeah, so I'm um, fourth, I, I think, well kinda of pointless because I think it's gonna be three at the back. Um and I think when we're not able to ba- break down teams, that's when South is gonna um like let's say put um Trippier right back um rather than right wing back and like bring on someone else to turn it to a four three three and then yeah. So qu- quickly, can you hear some banging by the way? Yeah yeah. Okay. Um yeah apologies for that. But yeah right. um it yeah. wasn't you, was it? <laughs> Sorry, See, the, the listeners were thinking, yeah. Without watching, they'll have no context. <laughs> um
0: Oh, this is a PG podcast Oh, my days. No, it isn't anymore. Yeah, since I started understand. since I've learned how to swear, um, it's
1: not a PG podcast anymore. It, yeah. But yeah, so, carry on. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a 3 four three. Um and then yeah, when we can't break down teams, it's just gonna bring on like a an attacking midfielder and then switch formations to 4-3-3.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Gareth Southgate is quite flexible in the way that he actually continues to be the England manager. Some games he'll play a 4-3-3, some games it'll be a 3-4-3, mostly against the bigger teams. But uh, realistically speaking, in this group stages, I'd probably like to see 3-4-3 probably once. And that's probably against Wales, in all honesty, because of the way that they set up with the 5-3-2 at the back. Uh, Iran will be like a 4-2, 4-2-2-2-2 or 4-4-2 double two banks of the four, low block, Carlos Quieros as a head coach, former Man United assistant coach as well. And then the USA will be like a 4-2-3-1 with all of their young flary players, like Yunus Musa, Gia Reyna, uh, the LeBron James of Soccer, Christian Pulisic as well. Um so yeah. LeBron James of soccer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't call That's I can't call statement. him I can't call him Pulisic anymore. It's just still the, 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 the. he is tongue still the tongue. LeBron James of soccer. Such a tongue twister. I tried to do it there as well. Still. Um, still when was he, he ever he <laughs> wasn't i need to send you that i need to send you that meme now as well that video i think uh, it's in like a, a show called like um hornbreakers or something like that as well and then they're just there like ah oh, this guy christian pulisic his shirt's going to be worth thousands of dollars he is the lebron james soccer i was like no uh, no no don't insult him like that lebron james so not christian pulisic match.
1: I'll send you the clip later, so it's it's very funny. Um Uh, just a quick one. So um I saw I think in the Tifo documentary, or it might not have been Tifa, it was anyway on on Qatar. Um (laughs) they spoke about how it's not a nation which um has like football at the center of its culture, um which is one of the reasons why people try to kind of snub it um into in the fact that um they won the bid to host the World Cup, right? And um but then I think about how America um, have have hosted the night night four World Cup and are hosting it soon and like they were kind of upset that they missed out on this one because um, they put in a bid for it and then I think about how like their culture is really really not centered around um, football and I know like they've got a massive population so they kind of it's kind of like they're going to have some good players which is why you know they're in in our group in, in yeah you know, England Iran Wales and USA probably arguably second favorites that's what yeah. some people are saying but like i see if, if i was to speak to a welsh person a welshman about football and like you know you know the talent coming through i feel like i'll get much more from like that conversation than with like most most americans um which is <laughs> it's it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one obviously there are like i don't want americans to be offended I don't, obviously the, the ones that are really into football but like um yeah, Soccer. like so yeah like that that alone really like frustrates me but with all due respect though to be fair the like Leeds players for instance like when they're, they're interviewed on Sky Sports they always say football and like they're quite level-headed like they they kind of want to shun away from the Americanness of you know how people um, portray them but yeah like same with Jesse Marsh as well their head coach is definitely like that ever since he's yeah. been in England as well uh,
0: climate size to the the European football culture, which is really nice to see. That's why even though he's a Leeds manager, I still Mm. have a bit of respect for him in that kind of way and I still have that kind of, oh, I kind of want you to do
1: well in a way. So Yeah, they have to do a bit more to to prove themselves in a way, yeah. But no, I just brought up because of um, the Pulisic thing and the misjudgment, complete misjudgment by saying, the LeBron James of soccer, ah, that that just irks me, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> it,
0: as you told me earlier this year, it's quite jarring hearing things like that as well. That's the term. Ever since you told me, I'm like everything has to be jarring when it's annoying jarring me now. Bro, it's so, it's jarring. It's so jarring. Um, but no, we've kind of predicted how Gareth Southgate would set up with his England side as well, just for a bit of fun. Let's see how you would start this kind of group stage with England as well. So what would be your number one to eleven, and then I'll do mine.
1: Or, yeah. To make
0: it easier, I'll agree and I'll disagree as we go from position to position. Okay,
1: so, okay, cool. Start cool. us off.
0: Who would be your number one in goal? Pickford, Ramsdale or Nick Pope?
1: It's like um, uh, Alexa is trying to give me the answer. I, no one said Alexa, but it just started doing a, having a mind of its own. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to choose... Uh Dean Henderson, because he's not in squads and I want to be rebellious. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> Pickford. I think I, I honestly think that <laughs> the, i thought Sean um, jumps on the my... podcast or something like that as well. It's just how <laughs> nowhere.
0: we not like England, nowhere. pick
1: Dean Henderson, it's gonna be there. <laughs> um then I'd say well, okay. I'm doing a four, two, three, one, right? Yeah. So this is what I would do as opposed to what I think, right? Mm. Um so yeah. Kitford because yeah then Luke Shaw left back Um, then John Stones and Harry Maguire
0: I'd go for Ben White personally I think Ben White's had a much better season so far as well I think he's had a lot more game time with Arsenal I think he's more um, up
1: to it uh, instead of Harry Maguire instead of Harry Maguire so Stones and Ben White centre-back I'd agree with that it's just he hasn't played centre-back that's the thing. He hasn't
0: played centre back this season. His better games this season has been as right back. Has moved Tomiyasu out of the squad completely as well, which is crazy. But yeah, I just have that feeling back. that Harry Maguire, after playing like ten, eleven games a season, Europa League, League Cup, couple of Premier League games, being injured as well. I think for the I'm not start, comf- of the I'm not comfortable for that first I... game. It could easily be easily, easily be like that Croatia game where he gets a couple of minutes at the end of the game because of the five subs in it, and then mm-hmm. just actually no. To be to be fair, he didn't actually do that he came into the second he came into the third game starting um because it was Ming's first game and second game respectively then Maguire third game but personally that's how I would like to do it again just get Harry Maguire settled into this kind of squad but Ben White mm. I feel like doesn't deserve to be ruled out of a starting position because of Trippier's amazing form and Walker coming back into fitness and stuff like that as well so that's yeah. why I'd go
1: Ben White center back personally. I hear that I think um just on the five subs it's it's a nice touch that that's um, been maintained um Especially in the heat as well, so that that will go a long way. I think the the team that I choose to start the tournament off with isn't a team that I think will end it, and that's why I think Maguire will be a good like person to start off with because he's steady Eddie. He's like been reliable for England, but I think things do need to change if England are gonna like actually you know take it over the line, um, got into the semi final, final. And if you want to win it, like something's got to give. And I think, yeah, Maguire probably is that thing that we'll need to give. But I think at the start of the tournament, I'll just say, yeah, play Maguire. And then um, then right back would be Trippier. I think he's the one that needs to start. Um, yeah, incredible. Also, yeah, Walker just coming back from injury. Don't know how his fitness is. And Trent's a liability. So mm-hmm. then we go into midfields, um, Goes without saying. Two. Um, we've got Rice and Bellingham. Um, would you agree? Uh,
0: personally, I'd go for a free, but I know when you're doing a 4231 you are going to have an attacking midfielder, so I'll follow you for this one as well. But yeah. definitely Bellingham and uh, Declan Rice need to be in there. I think Declan Rice keep holding it down in midfield as well. Jude Bellingham, I think with him, I saw that video recently with David Beckham. I'll send it to you if you haven't seen, yeah, it. Yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you saw it? Nice. Yeah. Why is number 22? His coach was like, you can be number 10, you can oh. be number eight and number four, all in one. So right off to be number 22. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, cool. Let's see number 22 there, Jude Bellingham. So hopefully if he gives, uh, if he's been given, Southgate doesn't really do this, but if he gives a centre defensive midfielder, Jude Bellingham, licence to roam, I think it'll be a lot more effective um, than just having the two city midfielders that we've seen previously for England as well. So yeah. I would like to see that with Jude Bellingham because he has a lot more to offer going forward than
1: he does just in the middle of the park as well hundred percent. His dribbling is, is. I don't know if it's underrated, um, but I think people see it's him. U- it's as,
0: underlooked. It definitely is
1: underlooked. Like. Yeah, like he, he really skips past people as though he's a winger, but he does it in the centre of the pitch, which, which is amazing. And so, you know, long term, um, he could go a bit more like forward um, like, as number 10. But uh, yeah, he, he's, he's definitely not afraid to get stuck in with that video i was a bit um i was like why number four though like you know i was thinking more of a 10 8 and a 6 like a like a deep line midfielder but yeah fair, fair enough like uh so maybe that's to... how they do it in birmingham they have their
0: defensive midfielders as number four so that like, okay cool maybe maybe, maybe and gerald's probably played number four as well i think once upon a time for england when lampard was number eight so i think that may have been a thing at the same time And obviously <laughs> was... gerald and bellingham comparisons are all over the place so that all could all have been a thing, thing. Yeah, um, yeah, once upon a time this is a tricky I, bit now we've got yeah. our steady eddies in there we've got our midfielders in there as well how do we plan this attack? how would you plan this attack? because I think we'll probably get one or two
1: the same and I think two we'll probably get way more yeah, in I, I reckon that as well um, so so the first game Iran at Iran right so I the two
0: banks of floor of four low block
1: just defend, defend, defend. Trying and get yeah, yeah. A, a nil-nil or a one-nil by a set piece. And you really not trying to get hit on the counter attack as well? Um, so, I mean, with that sense. With that being said, like some people might say, okay, you need a runner, and you know Mason Mount is a runner in that sense, yeah. But I, I think he, if it goes a bit unbalanced, then I would bring Mason Mount On I would have, <laughs> I, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I'd have Madison. I'd have Madison um, in the ten. I'd have Madison in the Um And then I'd have Saka on the right. I agree. Right. I agree yeah. with Saka. The thing about Saka, he, he can go past a man, but his vision is is exquisite. exquisite. Maybe not, ex- but it, it's excellent. It is um, exquisite for exquisite.
0: his age, to be fair as well. You can expect something yeah,
1: like yeah. a 30-year-old deep
0: line center midfielder. But what he does on the pitch for a winger with his close view off as well, it's incredible yeah. to really see. And yeah. when I saw Gareth Southgate play him left wing back that time recently as well, I think against Italy, I was like, what are you doing? Don't yeah. don't ruin him. Don't ruin Saka like that as well. Don't disrespect him by playing as a wing back. That's just disrespectful because he's kind of made that, for me, he's made that right wing position his own. They've got three or four people fighting for left wing. No one's bothering Saka on the right wing. He's
1: made that his own and fair play You know, I, I disagree, you know. I, I think Ooh, really? Um, I really like Sterling on the right, you know. I really like, especially internationally, like mm. in terms of taking a man on, um, the left back on just directly, beating him down the line, getting him across in, cut back, whatever. I really like it. Um, I just like Saka's vision um, because he can do both. And so that brings me onto the left-hand side. And I know what I just said, but... I, yeah, i will choose Rashford. I'll choose Rashford, uh, I'll choose Rashford. And, and this is someone who's able to go like beyond the defense, um, you know, runs in behind. Like no one likes that. I think the other players like it too much to beat. And because Saka has the balance of being able to take a man on and find a pass, and then you've got Madison who's gonna be conducting like the orchestra, you know, like pulling the strings, if you will. I think you just need that person running in behind because Kane's going to drop deep as well and yeah, like we're giving it away. Oh yeah, we've given it away. Kane. It was always going to be
0: Harry Kane. Yeah, Callum was Wilson wasn't Kane. starting versus Iran. As much as we yeah. do, I don't mind Callum Wilson. I want to say Tony, but
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> too much. Too many bets. He's, he's been making too many bets as too well. Many. <laughs> he's probably bet on the whole World Cup as well, Ivan Tony, you know, you oh, know how Christ. bad this is going to be for him. It's crazy. Yeah, Imagine so. if he got selected oh. and then he got, charged with all of this as well. Gareth Southgate <laughs> would have had an egg on his face, man. He may have For just real. done out of precaution, to be fair, and not selected him. But... Reckon he knew. I think he knew. I think yeah. being the England manager, he knew. He had a whiff of it somehow. He's exactly. was like, no, I yeah. can't I can't risk that. Can't have disruption to the squad. So, three out of the four, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Perfectly yeah. fine. Obviously, I gave away the sackle one. Harry Kane, definitely, as well. Mm-hmm. Rashford starting, I definitely agree with. And I'll tell you ah. in a bit. But I don't want James Madison starting. For me personally, in the number 10, I would love to see Phil Foden given yeah. that freedom. Yeah. Personally, because he's someone who I think, oh yeah, he's going he's gonna to fall off. He's going to fall off. He's going to fall off for a man City. He never does. He only increases his game better every single season. For England, he hasn't shown it. And why he hasn't shown it is because he's played as a left winger, as a right winger. In his Manchester City side, when you're seeing him play, it's amazing because they spread the pitch out so well 1-11 can pass the ball properly, get it to everyone's feet. They can play two feet, which is really good. Just like you said as well, when you're expecting it to feet, it's a lot more comfortable. But when you're in the middle of the field, in international football, expecting it to feet, you have a lot of time on the ball. And a lot of people don't really use that time properly. We've seen Mason Mount be number 10. He hasn't used it properly as well. It's kind of wasted a lot of chances, misplaced passes, all of that. It's been worrying to really see. Jack Grealish, when he came in at the Euros, he was a lot more refreshing to see, kind of taking plays on, allowing Harry Kane to drop deep and then also running past him, which made it a bit easier as well. Phil Foden can do everything. I think mm. we've seen he can do everything. He's not someone that we're going to see um, always receiving to feet. But personally, for me, if you want to see the best out of Phil Foden in an English shirt, he has to be that number 10. Because you do know Harry Kane's going to drop back, but you know Foden can actually double up in midfield if you need to double up with Bellingham as well. Both of them being creative, having the freedom to kind of do what they want and have a Rice Rice behind him. I think that would be very refreshing to see. Yeah. And Marcus Rashford is having one of the better starts to the season that we've seen for quite a long while in a Manchester United shirt. I don't see why Raheem Sterling for his Chelsea form deserves a start or personally why Jack Rudish, for his Man City form should deserve a start as well. I know Jack Rudish has had a couple of good games, but realistically speaking, Marcus Rashford, if you want to get the best out of him, it's when you have a striker dropping deep and the centre-backs are stepping up so he can break that offside trap like we've seen Mm. time and time and time again, especially against Arsenal and against Liverpool in the big games in the Premier League this season as well. So that's kind of me and you um, done in terms of that England side as well. We've got a couple of, mostly agreements, one or two um, disagreements, but nothing to... Fatal, I would say it's just Foden and Ben White for me. I
1: don't think, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I I think with Foden as well, I just want to give him some props as well because him playing on the left, right? Um, did you watch him in the the 17 World Cup when England won a few years ago? Yeah, right. I remember seeing that it was getting that was in India
0: as well. You mentioned about we mentioned about India before. That was the first time I think India held a world championship title type thing in, in football. I'm like, what the hell. India, no, are, India be. are going to somehow be like the 2040 hosts of the World Cup or something like that. <laughs> With no sick, players, man. it would be sick. One billion yeah. people going into going into football it would be crazy to see how yeah. it, how it go um, goes. But hopefully they get to like at least three stars on FIFA instead of one star. No yeah. one wants to see one China's star team hosting the World Cup.
1: Hosted either. So yeah, and I think there's definitely some regions that could uh, could host it. You know, um, maybe yeah, if so. India use some of that bribe money, send it to FIFA, it could work. It could work. Uh, um, so, yeah, no, the. Uh, F- don't Foden worry, I could, go, I could go all day with
0: you. This, could go, yeah, you, I
1: could yeah, go. you could go.
0: Okay. That's why I don't support India in the cricket, all of your bribery money in the IPL. But, yeah, I'm sorry, Tim, <laughs> carry on. I'm going to go on a rant if I don't otherwise. He's
1: having some water. All right, all right, I got you. I got you. Um, Yeah, F- Foden, like, bowled out in that tournament. And it was such a weird one because I think people were giving him props for not the wrong reasons, but, like, they didn't know what to box him as. And it's kind of similar to Jude Bellingham, but I guess Jude Bellingham's a bit deeper. So Foden is very well renowned for his touch, close control, um, you know, dribbling as well, like gliding past people. Um, he bagged a lot of goals in that tournament. And you're like, hold on, wait, you're not really a striker, but you're bagging in goals. So what are you really? Like it, it was a conundrum, but a positive conundrum. Another thing that I think people don't realize, like he's bloody fast. He's pretty, pretty quick. His
0: acceleration is something that people don't really see a lot because with him, his sprint bursts are over like 10-15 yards. Yeah. Playing yeah, in the Manchester seat yeah. system. And they've always got bodies to um to to kind of work with him as well, which is great. Yeah. But when you can actually take on a man, which he can. He's got a bit of has Hazard about him this season as well. Fully taking on players, fully taking them yeah. on one on one, drop of a shoulder like we like yeah. to see as well. Sense of gravity is a lot lower than it has been, which is really fantastic to see. Yeah. And unfortunately, we were on the uh, the wrong side of it in that six three defeat to six um, three win for Manchester City, I should say. But seeing Phil Foden actually turn up in a lot of games, not just the big games, in mm-hmm. quite a lot of games, even when they're drawing or when they're losing. It goes to show he's a lot more consistent as a player. But I think for this England side to get the best out of Phil Foden, he has to play yeah, as a, an attacking midfielder.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, as you said, we, we've seen him on the left. And I, I think the reason why he's been put there is because he has that explosiveness. Like, he's got aggression in how he runs. And um, you might think he's slight, but like, he'll pip to the ball before like the defender like he's got that burst so that's probably why he's been out wide and you know he's comfortable in possession but yeah I agree he definitely should be given an opportunity I just think against Iran yeah give it to Madison you know what I'm saying but yeah we'll see as the time goes on I'm looking forward to it what's your prediction for England in this World
0: Cup do you think they can go further than 2018 for example and do you think their squad's better than in 2018
1: yeah so I think my prediction has been the same for four years. Um, yeah, so just bef- just after them winning the Under-17 World Cup, um, my theory was that England will win one of the next three major tournaments. Um, so actually, to be honest, the 2018 World Cup, uh, that was a bit ahead of schedule because um, I think the World Cup, the 17 World Cup was in the same year. Um, I think...
0: Yeah, it was yeah. like November,
1: December, and then the yeah, summer. Yeah, came it around. was like a few months before or so, mm. same season sort of thing. Um, so I was like, Okay, wow, England got to the semis, that's unexpected. Then I was like, Okay, but you've got the likes of um Foden and Sancho, who are, you know, obviously not at this tournament, but who are gonna come of age, you know, in a few years' time, which is essentially now, and then, you know, a couple other players as well, people who are I admired at one point. And then there's also, you know, like the players who are experienced like Kane, who will still be there. And you're just like, wow, there's so much attacking talent. Um, So I think, yeah, in answer to the question, definitely have improved because those players have gotten older and more experienced. And then the players who were experienced weren't exactly old. Like Think about Sterling. Sterling's only, what, 20, going to be 28 now. So these players are just coming into their prime. You've got Saka as well.
0: Sterling's yeah. third World Cup as well, 2014, yeah.
1: 2018, Crazy. 2022. Yeah. It's insane, really. He he, he was a a wonderkind. So I think this is a good time um, for England in general. And I I, I think England will win um, because of that. I just I keep consistent with my predictions as well. I don't I don't flip flop. <laughs> uh, although I don't think England are favourites. That's another debate. I think two other South American nations are favourites, but. Um, I think England will win. Yeah, I have. I have this jarring feeling in my mind that England are
0: going to do very, very well. And I'm saying jarring because <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying jarring because I don't want to then say it publicly on the podcast and be like, oh ha ha, you thought England were going to win. But honestly, when you're looking at this squad and you're looking at this team, and then you're actually looking at the teams that we're against, there isn't a standout team that you're thinking. You know what? England couldn't win against them or they couldn't be against them because yeah. I think it's a team that we've actually learned from our mistakes pretty quickly which is really good to see you're looking at the South Americans favourites that you mentioned as well I think I'm going to assume that you meant Brazil and Argentina respectively mm-hmm. as well they are looking fantastic but in a way I reckon with England and their tournament football recent history England tend to look fantastic from like game three or game four in the yeah. tournament because they already yeah. qualify and they kind of get up to speed really good as well and I think there's always that that factor of oh yeah, when it's the summer tournament, they're burnt out from pl- playing in the Premier League. Mm. England's England's players are up to scratch now. They're kind of up to playing two, three games a week, obviously with yeah. some being in European football as well, which is um understandable. But I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how England do. So I think I I think it's gonna be a case where I, I am gonna you know what? I'm an England fan. Let's back England. I think England back are gonna man. win the World Cup. Yeah. Back the boys. I think back back Gareth Southgate. There are a lot of anti-Southgate fans um, out yeah. there as well. A lot of anti-England fans who are English, which I don't get. Um, <laughs> literally, even though I'm wearing like a Germany jumper now and I've got, I've, for some reason, I've got a Wales kit. Don't ask me why I've got a Wales kit because I've got, I've got respect in Wales, if you know what I mean. And I've roots respect. as well. You've got roots. it's got, got some hidden roots in Wales somewhere. around. 0.001. Or other. <laughs> 0.001. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm from this little village in Wales with some really, really long name as well. The valleys, yeah. The valleys in Wales, just round the corner from me. It's great to see as well. Start actually
1: round. What corner. would that but be? That's like a great, 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 etc. Grandma, grandma. Um, probably Crazy. ten
0: greats, 10,
1: 11 yeah. greats. Probably, yeah, maybe more. Yeah, a bit wild, <laughs> bit
0: wild indeed. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna back England. Let's, let's back England. Back let's back it, yeah. the boys. Let's back Harry Kane for a. Uh, top goal scorer, I, I'm going to back him. We've got to back yeah. him. It's, it's, but it's you know the only i in the De- De- Legion like. too. Yeah, go you know it
1: me. is? I think a lot of people don't think England have a chance and I think that's going to play to the advantage because, um, not not because of the last tournament but because of the Nations League and just because, um, yeah, because they don't rate Southgate and I understand it, like, with the talent that we have, um, we could be playing more expansive football um, but we don't and, but that, that's what wins tournaments you know like the, the the teams that we loved historically have been the few who have been expansive um, and won a tournament like hmm. you don't see that often and also ones with like a talismanic figure who have like led their country to victory like the Maradonas of this world um, Zidane 98, 98. Yeah, this is it it's not like France have been you know playing people off the park it was never like that it's like you know, even France in two thousand
0: eighteen, they barely I've said it numerous times, but they barely left third gear, fourth gear. In a this lot is of it. games. Yeah.
1: It's only like um Spain who I mean like they, they won like one 0 and, and that, but like they were playing teams off the park and they deserved they deserve to win. And Brazil, Brazil obviously historically like two thousand two, Joga Benito, like you feel it. Whereas a lot of teams that have won have just been kind of scraping it through. Like even Portugal in the Euro 2006. Eurovision, this is it, yeah, yeah. This is it. So um, I, I think that's the way to win tournament football. And you know, England haven't won a Euros in in, in our history. Um, it would have been nice to win that last one, but yeah, I can't complain with two World Cups and zero Euros. Like it would have been nice to have one each, but two World Cups. and like, not many, not many nations have two or more. So I hope we're looking back at this
0: podcast in like January and be like, oh, we
1: predicted this so yeah. so well.
0: We were so <laughs> confident about England actually doing it, which would be insane. Yeah. Um, realistically speaking though I'm looking forward to seeing how England really do and I really believe England will do very well in this tournament so I'm back in England and I'm back in how it's going to go um, over the tournament which will be good just to wrap up the podcast I just want to know um, two or three plays that you want to shout out um, to watch out for in a World Cup it doesn't have to be the biggest players or the young players just two or three players that you think you know what you have to watch out for them because I think they're going to have a good tournament yeah, I. Um, one of them I'm... for me was Christopher and but he's out. Ah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's... getting racially abused, man, for injuring him. No
1: need, no need at all. But he just he just whacked out Nkunku which I'm really upset about seeing. That's um, a shame. Yeah, getting racially abused in French as well. It just hits different. Mm. But anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my number one will be <laughs> Gareth Bale. It'll be Gareth Bale. This is why... Was that your Welsh accent? A little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, i try try to say it quickly so that people don't actually decipher which parts are wrong and like, no, that's not how you say it in Wales. Um, That's the wrong dialect. That's the wrong dialect. That's the North. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. um, Why Wales are mm, relative dark horses not dark horses. i don't think they're going to win it but i think they will go further than people expect and then it'll
0: have a surprising tournament basically
1: yeah yeah it's it's primarily because of him um (laughs) when he puts on that wall shirt he turns into a dragon no pun
0: oh my days oh my days you (laughs) you had that written down i swear Uh, if you have if you haven't if you haven't you're going to use that in one of your rap lyrics i swear (laughs) to god you will i swear you've been coming up with
1: quotes all day today so that's definitely Uh... what you've been writing down (laughs) <laughs> it's true, it's true actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one I just thought of just now. So um the next next person to look out for, um, I say <laughs> it's kind um, um I think the the void that Pogba and Kante have left in the front in the French midfield, you and know. I'm a am a as well. Yeah, true, true, true. From the last World Cup. I guess not in the last Euros, but like yeah, from the last World Cup. Um I think it's given a chance for you know, two young up-and-coming stars to rise. And I think, yeah, is the other one, but I'm going to focus on Camavinga because, you know, he's had a lot of backlash with, um, you know, intensity and training injury and injury in Kunku. Um, but I think he, he he's going to step up and he typically plays in the, I'd say, Kante role. He, he's more of the sixth than Chiuameni for France, um, mm. which is not necessarily the same for Real Madrid. Chiuameni's not more of a deeper um, midfielder. So, yeah, um, But also because Kamavinga's been playing in the under like 21s, he's been playing like for the younger team. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does like in the step up. So he's my second guy. Um, third one, uh, I really wish I I chose like from like a a team, uh, a nation that's more unknown, but a
0: hipster team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. don't worry, you got uh, me for the hips. Of the team, so yeah, cool. go, yeah, you got it. I, I'm gonna go for Madison. I'm gonna go for Madison. Um, for for England. Uh, I think he's got arrogance about him, which no, he's got a swagger Chuck about in, him, which is nice. Exactly. Like when chucked into a new environment, um, but on a big stage, I think, I think, I think he's gonna show something. I think he's gonna show something with a cheeky smile as well. And I think he's gonna get a move to, I don't even know, but top four or whatever. But He's going to get a significant move um, after his welcome. Not just not, January. hopefully but... not Chelsea. Just not Chelsea. Uh, yeah, that Chelsea good. is where you, your career goes to die. Yeah. What do you think about Newcastle though? Like people, just on a quick one. Like
0: I don't, I don't mind Newcastle. I can't lie. I can't. I, I don't mind Newcastle because they're not overly arrogant so far. They are kind of doing well in, in what they're doing. They're buying the right type of players, Premier League yeah. proven players, which is really good. I don't mind them yet. And Eddie Howe, I really like him as a coach. I've always liked him as a coach because of yeah. how young he came into the Premier League as but a Bournemouth manager as well. how yeah. has done well previously. Um, I think he Newcastle, if 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 potential, potentially, him or Graham Potter would be very good England managers for the future, which would be mm. really good plays. Um I think you go for one different manager and then Graham Potter or Eddie Howe. So maybe someone like a Thomas Tuchel or a Pochettino or something like that. Mm. Give, give a big name, um, the England manager, for a couple couple tournaments and then go for an Eddie Howe, then go for a Graham
1: Potter type manager and then crack on from there. Mm. What about you? Your thoughts on Newcastle? Um, yeah, no, no. It was more in regards to like Madison going there. And I think like, yeah. Mad- it'd be like him, Joe Willock, or him, then like Guevara is behind him as well. So. Yeah, because Guevara is is a interesting one. I'd like to see how he performs this World Cup as well. That's uh, only three names, but like no, you can uh, name go for five. Uh, go for five. Yeah, five. Yeah, just because he is like a throwback midfielder, but not what you'd see in Brazil. Mm. He, he's quite block box to box. Like he he can play in a ten comfortably. Not that he's got I've a German vibe it. about him. A proper Schweinsteiger yeah, like a vibe Balak, about him. Yeah, like balance, perfect. Yeah. Balak Buffett, yeah. He's Honestly. got quite a physical profile, but he's very good on the ball. Good um, character too. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I've seen a Brazilian like that because I think, I guess, I guess, like the likes of Casemiro, they can be that, but mm. they know their position, they know their role. Like, I've got this zone, you know, in front of the back four, whatever. I'll take care of it. I can pass, you know, I can break down play. I just know this zone is mine. Whereas with um, Guevara is like, especially as you know, Fred and Casemiro are the starting midfielders. I don't know like what he's going to do. And that's what I'm intrigued about. Um, So for Brazil Mm. and yeah, just quickly on, on Newcastle. Yeah. So because he doesn't have that, you know, modern fixed role in midfield, it's like Madison has got that as a number 10. So, he would fit in. He, I think, he would fit in with Newcastle, and that that would be a big signing for them. And that will, I think, propel them to, yeah, like this top seven that people are saying. But I think, yeah, they'll probably go comfortably in the top four. You know, I think that'll that'll do quite quite a big thing. If yeah. only
0: Jesse Lungard had gone to Newcastle instead of Nottingham Forest, his career could have gone so differently. This is this is true, you know. Man's on Talksport chat about Cristiano Ronaldo. He could have been in Qatar with the squad, but. It is what it is for Jesse. Joe Joe,
1: Joe Willick's not with the squad. So uh, I I think he would have done probably as well as Joe Willick so far. He's done all right. Um, I think Lingard would have have been one of the main men
0: at Newcastle personally. I think he would have been that guy because he did that at West Ham. Ham, When he went to West Ham, like, who's their number 10? Paqueta or Fornals? They're just like mid. I don't know. That's rude. Paqueta's in the uh, Brazil squad, but yeah. Lingard propelled them that other time when he was there on on loan as well, which was crazy. No,
1: I I definitely agree with you. I, I take it back. But... <laughs> it's all right. It's not all right. Really.
0: Let, so that those are three. I'll let you think of two more, but I'll go for my three just so you have yeah. a bit of time to think about them. Obviously, me being a, a a fake hipster type of football fan, not fake or or hipster at all. I'm a genuinely just a, just a football fan. Um, first person I want to kind of shout out. Um. Japanese player, well, I'm using the Japanese background, shout out to Kyoto, um, where I took this picture back in 2016, so he better be going to Japan sometime soon, but you'd love 100%. it there. Um, Takafusa Kubo, My the guy. wonder kid who was meant to be Real Madrid's next thing, Barcelona's next big thing as well, not really doing it so far, so he's only only he's only 21 years old as well, still a youth player in, in kind of ways as well, but because he's done quite well at Real Sociedad. Real Sociedad being third in um, La Liga currently as well. Um, it's been really good to see how he's done recently and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he does at this Japanese, um, for this Japanese side at the World Cup in Qatar. I think he definitely deserves to be a starter. I think they haven't really got a winger like him and every time when you watch Japan at the World Cup South Korea, you find out some amazing new players from what we're watching all the way back from uh, Japan Korea the 2002 World Cup and that's the, that's the one thing I really liked about you know how um they were like, oh yeah, Qatar isn't really a footballing nation. Japan Mm. and Korea historically weren't always a focused uh, focused nation on football. So ever since that tournament, they've been bringing out amazing players. So hopefully Kubo is one of the next best players that we get to watch. And hopefully in this day and age where we see so many players that everyone seems to know every single thing about, hopefully Mm. Kubo is one of the ones where his stardom goes from there all the way to there. I mm. see on my green screen, but they're all the way to there. Basically, it just it goes up, it goes up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like Hammers 2014, that type of thing. Hopefully and then Barcelona will it. just be like, "Oh, let's buy him." It's like,
1: yeah, you oh, like your yeah. club anyway. He's on he loan was... somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was at Barcelona and Real Madrid. That was a uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Not many people have done that in the academy.
0: He's pimping yeah. himself out to the top three of La Liga: Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Real Sociedad. It's happening. Mm um next player i want to shout out i think you'll know him as well but i think he's just one of these players that i really want to kind of watch properly because i've not had the chance to watch properly he's a manchester united player he's someone who's been on the bench like for more times than not but barely got a game hardly even got a, like a last minute sub appearance um facundo pelistri yeah yeah. been waiting for like two years to watch this guy play and i haven't even seen him seen him on like clips on social media of him playing in the reserves or him playing um on loan somewhere as well and Hopefully in this Uruguay side, with five subs obviously allowed as well, you've got the likes of Nunes, you've got Suarez there as well. Valverde is going to have a very big tournament as well. I want Facundo Pelistri to kind of shine and have his own kind of um, authority on there as well, because there are rumours that he actually wants to leave uh, Man United. And I don't blame him because he just doesn't get any game time. But realistically speaking, I'd like to see him have a very good tournament and kind of prove to Harvey, like you know what? You should be playing me in this side every now and then. I deserve a kind of... Um, time in here, time in the starting lineup as well, which would be pretty good. Uh, Number three for me. um, I've I've said him a few times. I quite like this guy. I quite enjoyed watching him. You're not going to like me for mentioning this country. It's a Ghanaian international. Ghanaian international, but he's Enjoyed, a he is a very enjoyable player to watch though. He's very yeah. enjoyable. Muhammad Kudus, I think is oh, a okay, okay. I think is a joy to watch. He's a throwback attacking midfielder. Um, I'm not going to compare him to anyone because you can't really compare him to anyone so far. Um, he's done very well in the Champions League for Ajax, even though they did get knocked out recently as well. Um, I did a video about top five African players. I think he was in it. I'm not even sure if I've released that yet. Yeah, I probably haven't. But is really good at passing. Is really good on the turn and for a big fellow as well. He's got a good sense of gravity and he's got the strength to beat the press quite a lot of times as well, which is really nice to see. And hopefully in this Ghanaian side, not not hopefully, not hopefully for my Nigerian um, friends and I will say family. I'll say I've got a Nigerian family, not not blood family, but family. Yeah, People yeah. know that. Um, I really want to see Muhammad Kudus do well, especially against Uruguay. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Muhammad Kudus leads the line. Maybe as an attack midfielder, maybe Andre Ayew is going to be in the side. How is Andre Ayew still playing football? Zim, this crazy, is insane.
1: Man's yeah. just here. He's just out uh, there. Doing Af- it. Africans don't tell the truth about their age, to be honest. So this is this is what. It is, it, to be honest, we I mean, we don't know. He he's in his forties probably, but just he's, he's always been thirty-two. Run. It's just always, always been thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy to see. Um, I've done yeah. three, so I'll let it's you do two three. more, and then I'll do two more. But um, yeah, I think. Um, I will go for, so I I know, I know I spoke about Bruno, um, Mm. but, um, I want to see how Anthony does, um, in this tournament, um, seeing his players tribunal, um, and just seeing where he comes from. I, I know he's not the only one in the Brazilian squad with that sort of background, but, you know, him coming to United and, you know, the, the, the hunger that he's shown to, to make it this far. Let's see, like he's got this confidence about him, you know, typical of Brazil, a Brazilian winger, um, showcasing the flair, n- like not being afraid to take on defenders. And I think on the World Cup, like that's a stage where, you know, all the, the cameras and lights are going to be on you. People are going to try rainbow flicks. They're going to try nutmegs. They're going to try all of this stuff. So he's and definitely like someone. will be complaining about all of it. Oh, I can't stand I that. I, I can't. It. Stand it. How uh, can you like? What attracted you to the World Cup? If, if it's not things, in like the ball long—that's that's what attracted these Scotsmen to just football as well. It, Crazy. I can't. I can't tolerate those sorts of um, attitudes. But anyway, do you um, remember the quote that he said recently as well in the in the Tribune? Uh, not word for word, but yeah, let
0: me let me try. He said something like, I would elastico the drug dealers, I'd rainbow flick the bus drivers, I'd not
1: make the not thieves. thieves, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love it. Imagine, I, <laughs> just, like, I, I just really just... did not give it a, uh, I really did not give an uh. elastico a drug dealer. Do you know what that means, bro? Like, do you know, what <laughs> left backs of the a, world like cup, beware
0: of Anthony, he's done it to what? drug dealers, he'll do it to sure. Nah, he could
1: not care, Let's... thieves, bro. They 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 don't just feed like still think they still lives, they still like all types of things that he's They still your
0: goal, fun. they still your goal, for they, goodness sake. They'll still steal mate, your mate. goal. And Anthony's like, now I'm not like him. It's crazy. Yeah, he'll just go after it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's do one of those heel clicks that like he does. I can't do it because I'm sitting now, but he'll do those heel clicks like Ronaldinho. Oh, and then he's crazy. like, Yeah, with the ball at my feet, I had no
1: fear. He clearly mm. has no fear, which is incredible. That's a powerful quote, man, with the like, you know, to 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 lead. Like the situation, the scenario up to saying with the ball at my feet, I have no fear. That I believe that because if you're elastico in drug dealers, then boy, you can elastico anyone. You know. So um yeah, man. So he he's the fourth one, and I'll say the the last one. I, I'm gonna do one and a half in the sense that I'm gonna have an honorable mention. I don't really wanna. I wanna show love to defenders, but I don't really like look for defenders in tournaments. Unfortunately, mm. sorry. So um uh is the south korean center back um i actually forgotten his surname but it's he plays for napoli min. um yeah it's kim min jae kim Minjae. kim min jae yeah yeah so um yeah no he's he's colossal you know he, he, he's he he's a bit of a tower and he's had a great season this year so let's see what he does in the world cup so a, a quick honorable mention um i'd say the last person is is it's obvious? It's messy. It's messy. It's messy. Last it has one, to be messy. yeah, yeah. Last one, man. I um, thought we were going to go for Benzema personally, but yeah, no, nah, I think he's not been so fit coming into it as well. Um, but it, yeah, that would be a great one. But they I have the one. strength and depth, so he could be rotated for Giroud for the first two games. Yeah. So I think it'll be okay. I think Messi is very, very key to Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal Argentina's Arsenal. <laughs> Argentina's form in that they haven't lost in 36 games or whatever it is. And I think he, if, if they're going to win, he's going to need to play well. And I think he's going to take them far. Um, I think sense would tell me that they're going to win. It's just, I think England are going to win. And I said it from years ago, so I'm not going to change it now. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to have a, a very, very big tournament. Um, and he's, like, sort of shaken off the cobwebs of prior tournaments um, where he just couldn't make an impact. Or if he did, it would just, like, fault at the, you know, when, when they didn't need it, it's a fault, you know. Um, mm. So, yeah, Messi,
0: Nicely done, nicely done. Um, I'm going to go for someone who I think... I think it's his time to have a, a big tournament. And the last time they were at the World Cup... He finished in the semi-finals. He was pretty good. Um, but realistically speaking, I think you have to kind of see how Kevin De Bruyne does in this World Cup because we see him do it week in, week out in the Premier League. Yeah. He is an unbelievable midfielder. He is amazing in this Pep Guardiola assistant like see at Manchester City. Ridiculous talent. But can he translate that to Belgium? Can we see him do a madness? And I think we've had this conversation off camera as well. There's good... There's really good midfielders, there's good midfielders and then there's great midfielders. Great midfielders take their teams above and beyond. They take, they literally take the game or the tournament by the scruff of the neck and be like, you know what, we've got to take this, this team forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can Kevin De Bruyne do that with Belgium? Can he take them to a final? Can he can he win a trophy with Belgium? Will he ever win a trophy with Belgium? Does he have that in him to actually be one of the best midfielders of all time yeah. if he hasn't won something with his international team? And we've seen Zidane do that in 98 as well. We've seen him do that in Euro 2000 as well. De Bruyne, semi-final of um, 2018, I think, losing to France, respectively. What do you think? Do you you think he's got that in him to actually be that one step further kind of guy? Do you think he's got that um,
1: mentality to do that? I think, so he hasn't won, uh, he's been Man City's best Champions League player ever and they haven't won anything. Mm -hmm. So, and and that's not a slight on him. It's just, I think he has the mentality um, based on me saying that he's been their best player. You know, he's come up clutch more so than their quote-unquote legends, um, Torre Silva in the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when it comes to uh, like the World Cup, I think you're more likely to be able to, you know, drag a team. Although it's still 11 a side, and you know, like let's say basketball, for instance, it's a five-a-side game, so one person can really make a this difference. Whereas with football, it's a bit more difficult because there's more players and the pitch is larger. But I think with the World Cup, the pace that it's played at compared to um club football is slower and there's more space. And I think, yeah, he I think he's more likely to be able to do that for Belgium than he is for um Man City. I just think the fact that he hasn't done it, um and he's, you know, he's had so many years to do it. And now, you know, the players like Hazard and other players who were in the, their golden generation, which... Company um, retired, Votonga, yeah, older, it's we're it's old, just bad a bad lot bad older bad now bad. as well. It's going to be much harder. It will make him look better, but I just think he, he you needed more to the puzzle. You, you didn't just need him to be on song. You needed like at least two or three others, and it doesn't seem like he's gonna. Although there is Telemans, and you know, you know, you got a couple youngsters, but I, I, I don't think he's gonna do it. I, I mm. think he needed a bit more pieces to the puzzle, puzzle to for it for it to be successful. Yeah, no, so. nah, that's
0: that's all good with Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, last player I kind of want to talk to you to you about is someone who I think really deserves an international trophy. I really think he's someone that I think we need kind of... kind of need to kind of see how he does in this tournament. But Mm. I think he kind of came in two or three years too late into the national side. But I think he's a proper throwback winger. And I'm kind of like you today. I'm not really focusing on a lot of defensive players like I tend to do or midfielders like I tend to do. But having watched him in the flesh this season, being very lucky to watch him in person, I think personally, this guy will have a fantastic tournament. I think he's hopefully... This, I hope this is the time to shine. And I should really hope for it. Again, I'm going for a Man City or former Man City player. Ah, wow. What's going on? <laughs> it's this new LED light like that I've got with me as well. It's just changing my <laughs> mind my perspective. Look, it's all, it's all in blue now as well. Manchester City blue. Look how white my teeth I want to do it like this. Leroy Sane. It was going to be Sadio Mane, but Sadio mm. Mane is injured. So Leroy Sane, I think he could be a joke of a player. I think he could be the guy that literally just turns up Scores a couple goals, one assist, gets subbed mm. off at 60 minutes and relaxes. Handy Flick hopefully gets the best out of him in this tournament. I hope they don't go for a stupid 3 4 3 type formation where it doesn't benefit most of the team. Joshua Kimmich playing as a wing back never worked for them really. But Leroy Sane, man, I just want to see him have a really good tournament. I want, because I've been saying for years, ever since his left man City as well, gone to Bayern Munich, people are like, oh yeah, he's fine, he's good. I was like, no, this guy could be one of the best. If he yeah, could be one of the everything. best. Semi-final, final-type player for Germany, like we saw once upon a time with Germany when they just had the best team on strings, numerous times, and they've done that in the tournament. South Africa, 2010, beating Argentina 4 0 seven-one. Brazil, 2014, crazy. 2018, losing to uh, South Korea, losing to Herving Lozano and Mexico as well. Leroy mm-hmm. Sane, I want you, I want him to be the man in this tournament. I really do. Obviously, except all the English players, I want them to be the main man. Um, obviously why we were talking about Rashford and Saka but Leroy Saino I, w- I want him to turn up I don't want him to be um, it's a very how can I explain it I think you kind of understand it's a yeah, very yeah, common yeah. thing where people are like oh yeah he's a lazy player or he doesn't turn up mm. and I think that's very lazy writing or um, um, lazy way of looking that's, at it really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a bad it assessment him over
1: Musiala by the way because that was I actually forgot about him for a sec but yeah they they, they have a uh, Bayern core which mm. it bode's really well for them like they could Thomas Muller as well Manuel Neuer Joshua is it, Kimmich like, crazy i, I it's, you can never say germany are dark horses for a tournament it just sounds weird but like i don't think people have them in the top three, maybe i, I don't think people are, have them as favorites but the fact that they've got Bayern core um and you know even from from young to old and yeah as you said Sané
0: you and get, they've
1: got, got World Cup like, winners in their win. side as well. So they know how to it. win. Yeah, so this is it, man. Um, but yeah, no, I think Sunday's a shout for sure. We'll, we'll see. It's either him or Messiala that I think will, will take Germany... Um, uh, I don't know how far they'll get but they'll do well they'll I, do I was well.
0: going to I was gonna say hopefully but I was like nah not hopefully yeah. just just do it for the objectivity for the joy of football because these are the kind of plays that bring us joy and we want to mm. see a bit of joy in these neutral games as well and I would love to see Germany smash Spain as well because it would be quite fun to see Spain lose in this tournament for not taking David De Gea so with all of these keepers that are like oh yeah let's play out yeah. from the bat let's play the Brentford keeper the Brighton keeper yeah yeah yeah, yeah cool it's fine now, nah, Enrique, if you get battered 6 0 by Germany and David De Gea would be tall enough or agile enough to stop some of these shots, yeah. How insulting was it for him to receive a, uh, I think today he received like a, a message from like the Spanish FA saying, Congrats on your retirement, well done. I was like, What? what? I am retired. You... Legit, I didn't see that. The disrespect is real, which is crazy. Yeah, I'll send it wow. to you afterwards as
1: well. That wow. I have to send and yeah. the yeah. Pulisic wow. video I have to send as well. Yeah, Uh, which is crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, well, I think in summary, I think um, what we do know, what we can take from this is that Man United will win the World Cup. Like, Man United player will win the World Cup. So, uh, for the
0: first time, we've got like more than 10 nations represented at the World Cup, which is ridiculous. Weird. (laughs) In a lot Munich, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Juventus, and then like Premier League teams. Yeah, yeah. Once I was like 14, I'm like, it's all of like Erickson Hug signings in the summer. These Argentines, these Brazilians. I love yeah. it. It's he fantastic to
1: see. He you get some winners out there.
0: That's Shout out Erickson Haag, man. Doing so well in this whole Man United job with this whole CR7 thing, which we won't mention because we don't need really? to because it's been a very enjoyable podcast. You and watch just that now. Yeah, part two's on now. So you yeah. watch that. It should be good. Should be good. I, I could be watching The Crown on Netflix. I've been watching that Princess Diana series. I'm like, I don't normally watch this kind of thing, but I was like, you know what? It's quite fascinating. Then about Muhammad Aifad and stuff like that as well Um, last question before we wrap up the podcast again thank you very much for your time and your efforts as always it's a pleasure speaking to you who's going to be the best yeah who's going to be the best standout player in the the World Cup for you player of the tournament
1: I think it's I don't like to say it's between two players but I I think it's going to be Neymar Um, but he's he's just going to come short because I think I think England are going to win. Mm. But I think Neymar's going to be prepared for something. Honestly, I was going to say Neymar as well. And I
0: don't like Neymar that much. But this season, he's oh, proved okay. me a, well. he's proved me wrong because he's not doing the diving and the theatrics like he used to do, like he has been doing. He's a lot more focused this season. And I would like mm. to see a lot more of Neymar this season. His trickery, his... His enjoyment of the game, and we're seeing that a lot for the first time in a long time now. So, hopefully, we're gonna see Prime Neymar one more time at the World Cup. and I'd love to see it because we were kind of robbed in 2014 with that injury, which is yeah, that was like a shame to really think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, Neymar Messi, we haven't mentioned that Portuguese fellow because we don't need to, um, yeah. which is all good. Um, but that's it's all good we're done we can focus on other players like casemiro and anthony which is what we've been doing and and marcus rashford which is pretty good
1: exactly
0: yeah but uh, everyone thank you very much for listening it's an absolute pleasure to continue to do friday night counter for everyone it's been great to speak to everyone over the last couple of weeks of how well we've um been speaking to different people we've done what four or five different people now you're zim you're our fifth person so hopefully we've got a lot more people to do um to catch up on where can everyone find you zim if they are new listeners and they haven't
1: heard of um zimobi and away games podcast before where can they find you yeah you can find me on on instagram um at zimobi so z-i-m-o-b-i um it's probably trying got... to steal your girl and your dm so watch out what <laughs> don't listen to Hamza. don't listen to a
0: word <laughs> especially then. especially if you're from the ivory coast as well so yeah watch out to <laughs> our, our our ivorian
1: listeners defamation defamation of character this is um and also um, me <laughs> um away games podcast um one word away games podcast uh and also on 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 youtube i've got uh, a travel podcast called young crouch travels all one word so yeah that's where you can find me yeah i was trying to get zim to
0: go to japan but let's see if he goes to japan sooner rather than later which will be japan or brazil of... we'll, we'll, see. we'll see we'll see we'll see who wins the world cup japan or brazil
1: <laughs> <laughs> a bit lopsided but <laughs> you never know
0: in japan you never know in japan they could do it our boys in the far east they'll do it go on go yeah. on, go on kamada go on Tomoyasu. we love yeah. it we love it yeah. uh but no, everyone thank you very much for listening do enjoy the world cup do enjoy the content we've got coming out we're going to be having a lot more live shows we're going to be streaming on different platforms as well and um, hopefully we enjoy the tournament as much as you do as well and hopefully england don't get knocked out earlier than expected and <laughs> Hopefully I'm not here with egg in my face and, oh yeah, England are going to win it. We're going to do it. I think we're going to do well. Regardless, it's going to be a good tournament. Everyone enjoy. See you all next time. Uh, Goodbye.